So I find this piece of news really interesting. For those who are listening, welcome to the MMA Mondays. It's your boy, Out of Animal. My man, Kevin Holland. Now, I'm not a fan at all. I have a little more respect for him now, but I was never really a fan because he lived up to his moniker as the big mouth. Always talked trash during fights. He got real annoying after a while. But now he's starting to uh, focus more. And it's letting me know the dedication he has and how he's really trying to push to be the best. He is joining AKA for his next training camp. I think that is the best decision he has ever made so far. MMA-wise, that is. MMA-wise. Not only do you have an elite gym that can teach him great striking, but he has a gym of killers when it comes to wrestling. You got DC training you. I know Habib's going to be in there. Just, ah. You got all of Dagestan. You got, oh, man. You got Javier Rivera, one of the best coaches. Come on, what more can you ask for? That's like the perfect package. And I think they're going to definitely help him improve with his wrestling. That That's going to be a huge, especially when it comes to the takedown departments. I think now, once he's done his training camp, he's going to be better at the takedown defense. Because before... He was kind of iffy. He was trying to work his jiu-jitsu on the ground when he did get taken down. And you can see it clearly wasn't working because the grapplers were better wrestlers. Like, completely better wrestlers. But I'm definitely impressed. I applaud him for this. I think this is a really good decision. And hopefully, you know, he'll flourish and he'll train more and more at the AKA gym. I know this is a first-time thing, but I'm hoping this is this is a... Uh, full-time, and it's more towards the future because he needs it. And this will shape him to be even a more of a threat as a fighter. With good stand-up and good ground game, he'd definitely be a beast. Not going to say on Izzy level, but he's definitely going to be up there. Now I want to give a shout-out to my man Edison Barbosa. My man Barbosa. Told you this guy's veteran savvy, and it looks like he he got that Black Air Force energy now. He wants a top five fight. He told Dana White, give me a top five fight, and I'm all for it. I think he deserved it, especially how long his career is and the people he's been beating. He took some losses, but he was able to bounce back and still get wins, especially at his age now. I say give him that top five fight. Now, against who? I don't know. That I don't know, but I think he definitely deserves a top five fight. Definitely, most definitely. Uh, Cody, 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 Cody Garbrandt, no love. You can talk about that fight versus Rob Font on Saturday. That was a close one. That was a close one. It definitely, uh, I can see why I went to a decision. Um, ooh, what can I say? I think a lot of people, including myself, underestimated Rob Font. I know he had a pretty decent record, but I thought Cody would be the one to shut him down, and he didn't. And Rob Font is just a tough guy. He he has the complete package. After seeing him fight, I'm like, okay, he got he got something. So we'll definitely be seeing more of him. I know Cody will bounce back from this, but that was a good fight. 
Good fight. <sighs> Kamar Usman. This is my guy right here. This is my guy. He's been getting a lot of heat because he called Conor McGregor a regular fighter. Ooh. Now, if I was unbiased, I agree 100%. Like, yeah, Conor's a regular fighter. He's trash. Da, 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 da. But, you know, as an MMA fan, you got to respect Conor's game. I wouldn't call him a regular fighter. Regular fighter would probably be like me when I did MMA back in the day with amateur MMA when I was getting hit for free. That's a regular fighter. I was like two and two. So that that's regular. Connor's in a different class. When it comes to striking, he's one of the top guys, of course. Good footwork. His stance is a little weird. It's like a karate stance. But why for getting angles and striking? He doesn't have the perfect moveset, of course. We know he's not the best ground fighter in the world. We all know that. Getting choked out by Nate Diaz, choked out by Khabib. We know, we know. He's not perfect. All right. But when it comes to striking, Connor's that dude. And the reason why he's so good is because he follows his game plan. He knows he has those fast twitch muscle fibers that allow him to get those quick strikes in, to end the fight early. And I think that's the biggest weakness of Connor's. And I think that definitely will be a downfall when he fights Dustin Poirier. Is if you can survive two rounds with Connor, you'll win the fight. All it takes is survival. If you can survive those two rounds, or Connor's the most deadliest, the more likelihood of you winning increases. Especially if you're a volume fighter that throws a lot of punches, a lot of kicks, a lot of everything, and can keep doing it for rounds at a time, he'll definitely beat him. But yeah, by no means I'm calling Connor McGregor a regular fighter. I don't even like Connor, but I got to respect his game. He's not a regular fighter. He got some skill. He wouldn't be where he is today if he didn't have any skill. Connor, uh, look. He's a smart fighter. He's great. A good striker. His fight IQ is pretty decent. He, you know, he just needs to work on his wrestling. And maybe his jujitsu a little bit. Who knows? But yeah, not a regular fighter. And again, this is coming from someone who doesn't even like Connor. So, this troubled me when I heard about this news. Tito Ortiz says he wants to run it back with Chuck Liddell for a part three. Why? Why, 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 why? Like the first fight... Was the slobber knocker. He knocked you out. You know. Chuck Liddell's the dude. The second fight. Y'all were older. And was it. If I'm correct. It was in Bellator. And it it was trash. And of course you beat him. Because this is not. To Chuck Liddell in his prime. You beating. Old man Chuck Liddell. That might have a little power left. But. What. He's older. Now you want to run it again? What, you want to end a streak or something? You're trying to beat the record? Like, you know Chuck's old. Come on, Tito. You know how old Chuck is. Chuck is not worried about fighting like that. And to fight you again, if Chuck... Oh, my goodness, Chuck Adele. Don't you fall for this trap, man. It's a trap. He's going to start talking trash, go to into this fight, and if you get baited into this fight, he's going to make... 
your legacy even more tarnished because you went a third round with this guy. It's the third fight. This ain't like the Ken Shamrock fight where he dominated Ken Shamrock. No, I know you're gonna you're gonna struggle, but this no. You're older. You haven't been training as much as Tito has right now. Tito's still active. Like, no. This sounds like a setup. If you fall for this bait, the respect I'll have is just... I think a lot of fighters fall into that. They fall into that, oh, I still got it. Let me prove to the world. You either get knocked out or severely injured. And I don't want that to happen, especially not the Chuck Liddell. That dude's a legend. But what can you do? I I just I hope this don't really go down. I hope this is just, you know, one of those <sighs> I hope this is fake news. I really do. Uh, I don't want to see Tito Ortiz versus Chuck Liddell part three. I don't. There's some fans that might want to see it. I don't. It's gonna be a waste of time, a waste of money. It's just I'm not even gonna attempt to entertain it. Why? You know point. So, Helen Yee recently interviewed Derek Lewis's coach, which I thought was interesting. And apparently, Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis is on point. It's happening. And they're pushing for August, which is cool. A good rumble for the summer. Uh, woo. That'd be a good fight. Two Titans going at it again. Because Ngannou beat Lewis the first time. But this time it's for the title. However, I still got my money on Francis. The new champ's not going to lose the title easily. I think after the Stipe fight, that let me up and opened my eyes to see how much he's improved. Not only with his striking, he's way more patient with his striking. But his wrestling, too, man. He's stuffing takedowns like never before. Like... You can see the huge improvement from the first fight with him and Stipe and then that fight. Like, that was insane. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. I know one thing. This this fight's going to end in a, a KO. It is. Now, whoever knocks who out first, who knows? Like I said, I got my money on Francis. But everyone has a puncher's chance. Lewis might end up hitting that one shot he needs, and boom, lights out. But this this fight is definitely going to end in a KO. These two titans, these two gorillas, just going at it in the ring is going to be insane. And I'm definitely watching it. Just because I know how good these two guys are. Ooh. Especially with Derek Lewis and the streaky ass. Man. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So, last on my topics for MMA Mondays, Chael Sonnen, shout out to you, man, because you got some bold, wacky predictions, and a good 90% of them are wrong, but he recently posted a video up talking about who has improved more, Marvin Vittori or Israel Adesanya. And shockingly, he said Marvin Vittori. See that silence there? That's me thinking. 
If you can see the look on my face right now, Marvin Vittori. It's clear as day that Izzy is the one that had the most improvement. His striking then to his striking now is phenomenal. Like you can see the patience, you can see the hand traps, the movements, the feints, the feints. Let me say one more time, the feints, they're real. All right. Vittoria improved his wrestling a little bit. His striking still sucks. Now, he's not the best striker in the world. He can land some blows, but you can just tell. He don't let his hands go like, let's say, a Paula Costa or a Robert Whittaker, like strikers. Izzy's too patient. If you guys can see the look on my face right now. Chael Sonnen, shut the hell up, man. Much respect to you for being, you know, a tough UFC fighter back in the day. You know, you're a wrestler. You went went for the championship and lost twice. No, three times, actually. Three. I forgot you fought Silva twice and lost. (sighs) Izzy clearly has the most improvement. Clearly. Clearly. It's it's there. It's on paper. You see the matches. You can go back and watch all his clips pre Vittori fight. And you can see how much better he's got. Especially after the Paul Costa fight. That opened my eyes like damn. Oh yeah, he got way better. He's gonna keep that title for a minute in that division. And just going all rounds against Jan. I'm going to repeat myself. He went all those rounds against Jan and survived. He didn't get KO'd. He didn't get knocked out. He survived all those rounds. Like, that's impressive, especially against a champion like Jan. Something I know there is no way in hell that Martin Vittori would have done. He probably would have got knocked out in probably round two by that Polish power. But... Back to Izzy and Marmatory is clearly that Izzy has the most improvement. And he's just going to prove it in his next fight against Vittori for the second time. And he might dismantle him, but that's neither here nor there. That, that's a prediction for another time, guys. But yeah, that's all I have for today on MMA Mondays. This your boy, Al the Animal. Signing out. We got the more great content for y'all. Stay tuned. Peace.